mateys, we are back. It's, uh, well, it's the divisional round. We're here in the crow's nest. As always, Lil Ricky here. We've got Hanker. And today uh, we've got, well, I would normally say a very special guest, but I guess this week uh, we're rivals. We're big time rivals. Uh, we've got a guy who uh, who's wearing a Bengals jersey. I'm sitting here in my Stefan Diggs Bills jersey. And as everybody knows, it's uh, Bills Bengals Sunday at 3 p.m. Put your hands together for Mark Haggerty. Hey, thanks, boys. <laughs> How we doing, Marky? How we feeling after the uh, wild card round for your kitty cats there? Uh, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Um, wasn't the easiest game on uh, Sunday night there, but we got through it and uh, ready to go to Orchard Park. Yeah, that's going to be beautiful. So um, I a little secret here for me, for all the listeners. Um, yeah, I splurged a little bit and my brother and I with two other buddies are, uh, are actually making the trip down and we're going to be at the game on Sunday. So I, I'm thinking this is kind of a once in a lifetimer. I, I do like the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. I like Chase and Higgins. Um, obviously love the Bills. And this is the game that got canceled. So it's the rematch. Uh, we're going to see this one, obviously that, that, that game was in Cincinnati. This one's in Buffalo. So a little bit of an edge to Buffalo there, hopefully, uh, some cold weather and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get right into her, but, uh, yeah, the bills and the Bengals, I mean, both played backup quarterbacks, uh, the, the bills played a third string quarterback and the Bengals got, uh, Mr. Huntley there, but yeah, they kind of, both teams not on their, you know, wasn't their a game. <laughs> Both backups sure. played well, though, you got to say. I uh, mean. Yeah, I agree. Like, definitely the quarterback play was was at least adequate on both sides. I wouldn't say, you know, obviously it's an upgrade if Lamar's there and it's an upgrade if two is there and who knows what happens. But, yeah, I mean, they, they certainly didn't play bad. They gave their, their team a chance to win. The Bills and Bengals did play bad and, and still managed to get a win. That's how you know they're good. But divisional games, third time you're playing a team – in the season, right? The Bengals played them in week 18 against backups. It's never going to be easy, easy at all against the Ravens defense too. They got, we got, we got a gain by, I think 150 yards, 140 yards by Huntley. And, and yeah. Yeah. And they were moving it on the ground and stuff. And that's the one thing like this game. I mean, the start of the one that got canceled was, you know, Burrow goes down five plays, gets a touchdown. Allen was driving. They, they missed the, short third down conversion, kick a field goal. But this game could be a shootout. Uh, Hanker, what was your favorite game of the weekend? Um, I So I'm a Dolphins fan, but only for like a few weeks now. I'm probably going to switch again next year. I'm, I'm already deciding who I'll bandwagon then. Um, <laughs> I think it was probably the Dolphins and Bills game because, and I, you know, I went through so many mixed emotions because, I was like seeing the team that I'm pretending to like, you know, making an effort here and, and, you know, threatening potentially winning this one. Um, but we had our parlay where we needed Bill's money line. So I didn't want that. And then of course, like I, I had on good, you know, terms or I, I had on uh, assumption that you were maybe not going to make it to work the next day if they were to lose that game. And I, you know, I worried about your mental health. So um, <laughs> I'm happy. It was an exciting game. Uh, I'm glad we took money line and, and not the spread because it wasn't even close. But I think that one gave me the I was off the couch the most for that one. 
Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. And hopefully you'll be off the couch the most for uh, 3 p.m. this Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, standing the whole time. I'm sure it's going to be electric crowd. So uh, with that, I think uh, quick wildcard recap and, and Hanker, we actually got to discuss this quick. Mark, you can maybe give us your two cents. So we had the uh, the winner of uh, of the wild card was Big Red. He's been a winner a couple times. He kind of yeah, looks a, like the old quarterback of the Bengals, Andy Dalton. He's got that ginger mm. flow, kind of nice. Um, but Hanker is he? He's taken home fifty percent of the prize pot last week, and then we're putting thirty percent into the the playoff long total. Or what? What we end up deciding there? I can't even remember. We we just so I guess we, <laughs> this probably should have talked about this off air uh we didn't decide so i think he'll just be happy to have the w uh for bragging rights it it probably makes sense to make it 30 percent that we do for the playoffs because it's like there is no season long one anymore and it it was traditionally 10 so i think that's that's fair okay we'll make it 30 percent will carry forward and 50 percent will go to him yep i love it i love it okay so there you go so congrats to uh big red the wild card week winner we're gonna jump in now to the divisional round and again we're only doing the sunday game so there's only two games coming up this sunday and uh we kick things off with that bills Bengals game uh you'll notice on the sheet i just totally copied a fire picture off the internet and it's still got the watermark in the background but oh i thought you number did that. one i thought that was <laughs> I thought that was you in Canva. Well, I did. I, I added the tiger and the buffalo jumping at each other in the logos, but uh, the background is is straight off the internet. Oh, off. so you did put it together. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like fire nice. versus water. Yeah, it looks fire and ice, I was thinking, you know? you get. Anyways, the uh, the question here, and this was the highest line of the week, it's, uh, it's the over-under question. We're going to kick it off right away with the bang. And it's will the total score add up to over 50 and a half points or under 50 and a half points? Um, I, I mean, I know what I'm cheering for big time over. You Marky? can't not cheer for the over on the on the Sunday 3 p.m. when you're at the game. You're not I know you're not going on on any no. unders, but but man, I don't know. The Bengals O-line is banged up. The Bills get some pressure. Joe Burrow gonna put up 30. I don't know. Our defense is playing well too, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like our the Bills actually are struggling a little bit. I'd say on defense. Obviously, they've had some big injuries that that hurt. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this is one of those games. You guys have firepower on offense, other than the offensive line, and we've got holes in the defense, other than our defensive line. So it's if we can get pressure, uh, might be tough for for Joey Burr. But uh, there it is. The line's fifty and a half, so that's a big one. We roll right into number two. So last week, everybody on the form uh, picked the Bills to win, except for one person went Miami. That was ballsy. They probably didn't know football, mm-hmm. uh, but it almost paid off. This week, the line is much, much tighter. Uh, right now, it's got the Bills at four and a half, and that I project will will probably slip over to three and a half before kickoff. But this is a straight up money line. Who's going to win? What, what did that line close at it when when Buffalo came to Cincinnati in seventeen? Was it minus one, minus two Buffalo? We were minus, uh, yeah, minus one and a half. So yeah, so about a five point swing, I guess, right for for home field. Nothing really was determined in that game, but a five point swing on home field. It, yeah, it, I, I guess they're expecting. I mean, the emotion, you know, the it, that this game could be wild. I have no idea, but. 
the home that field is crazy. Is, is there's playing. there's like an a vibes odd make odds maker out there who's like, well, there's nothing material that's really changed, but I got a lot of vibe points on this one. Yeah, the, the home field is an advantage though. Like they they normally give the home team three points right to three start be, because on offense, if the the home team's doing it right, the Bengals aren't going to be able to uh, like hear. The, you know, if Joe Burrow's trying to audible something, they have to do it all with signals because you can't hear that well down on the field. You could see it in the Bills-Dolphins game. There were like three or four times mm. when uh, even the play clock went down to zero and, and someone had called a timeout, but they couldn't hear the whistles. So they, they did the play. And then they're like, we got to redo that play because there was a timeout called prior to the snap, right? Like stuff like that is, is real. Wouldn't that uh, go both ways, though? Like, it's just loud as fuck in there? It, it would go both ways, but if they're good fans, they, they aren't cheering aggressively while Josh Allen's on the field. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I know they're good fans, but, like, I don't see... I mean, I guess this is just me not knowing the fuck is happening when I go to these games, but, like, there's not that much coordination there. I don't know. Seems loud all the time. Yeah. I was going to try not to bring this up, too, but... Uh... Don't you guys think maybe this game should be on a neutral field as well? Oh, l- listen to these Bengals fans. The Bills hey, shouldn't. Hey, I couldn't be happier. Demar Hanlon is okay. We're happy. <laughs> but we were going to coin flip for the division title if we lost that Week 18 game. You guys get to go to a neutral in KC, assuming that you guys would have beat us. We were up seven three in that game. Yeah, that. Uh, hey, that that's fair. Now, let's you know, go to the Mercedes Benz Dome or something, and let's play on a neutral. Hey, I that'd be that'd be sick too. Other than I wouldn't be at the game, so no, fuck That's you, okay. Bengals fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy so. shit, though! If you you only way to make this any better would be go to New Orleans to watch it. Oh, <laughs> talk about a weekend already. You get the dome, yeah, a little Mardi Gras. Is Mardi Gras just all the time, or is there a specific day? I don't even know. It's so, like a whole month, basically. In in, uh, in March. In like yeah, February March. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, what does Marty mean? I thought that was like Tuesday in French. Oh, Mark, you're French. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tuesday. So I guess Mardi Gras is some Tuesday in March, some some Tuesday in late February. There's like, I went to it one year. There's like a bunch of parades uh, all month. And then it kind of culminates on it's like a, that, that Tuesday is like the big yeah, day. Yeah, Gras is like fat. So I guess it's like fat Tuesday, whatever, yeah. that, whatever that's supposed to mean. Okay. Exactly. Well, there you go. I've learned something today on the podcast. Uh, what what jersey you got on? Is that Joe Burrow? What do you yeah. got? Yeah, that's nice. That's the white too. Are they going to be rocking those? That'd be kind of sick. Well, you guys going blue? It's got to be white. I I want us to go red. Just go get real aggressive with it. But yeah, we'll be blue. I imagine. You came out with these cleaner jerseys last year with less uh, less orange, I guess, and more white and black. And I was debating: do I go Uno or? Or nine, and I had you got to go Joey B first. Yeah, Joey B's nice. He's a good one to have. I've got I've got old Digsy on. This one's actually signed on the back, but uh, it's a triple XL, so big neck, eh? Big you only wear it sitting down. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, question number three. Speaking of uh, number one and Stefan Diggs, we've got who's going to have more receptions on the day? So this is catches, Diggs or Jamar Chase. Two, uh, two of the top dogs in the league for sure. Um, I don't know. This one, coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. I know who Marky's going to lean. 
Did you guys see that video of uh, Jamar Chase after the game? No. When the reporter asked him a couple questions, and then he's all fired up, and he said, here we go, we're going to go, and we're going to beat them Buffaloes. <laughs> there's, check there's, there's something about the guys at LSUA eh, that come out of LSU. They're just swaggy. Like Odell Beckham, obviously Jefferson, Jamar. Like they, There's something about – the, the wide receiver crop coming out of LSU and Joe Burrow, I guess. I mean, he's not wide receiver, but he's got that. Comes in last week with a bucket hat and like a funky shirt. He's They just got it going on. They're Joey Cool. Okay. Number four. This one pained me a little bit when I was typing it because I'm like, fuck, I really hope he's under this week. But uh, it's roller coaster Josh Allen. Probably, I think. You know, unbiased, and I'm going to be very biased, but unbiased, like, he's probably the most exciting guy in the league to watch. Would, would I be crazy to say that? Like, it's such a roller coaster, but he's hitting crazy passes, and then he's also trying to stiff arm two, two guys and fumbling the ball for a touchdown for the Dolphins. Like, what, anything can happen with this guy. Well, just look at last week, too, right? What is it, 17 nothing? Dolphins were no business coming back in that game, and then – Turnover city, I know. Two picks and a fumble for a touchdown. So he knows one way. So last week we had Kirk Cousins in this spot. Uh, this week we've got will Josh Allen have over one and a half turnovers? So again, this can be interceptions and fumbles, but the fumble has to be recovered by the Bengals. So if the Bills get it back, it's it's not a turnover. So the line one and a half there. Obviously last week he hit it. Hopefully this week he's a little more uh, protective with the old pigskin. Don't uh, don't go for the QB sneak dive at the goal line. Holy costly! And oh, they that's... were they were like a yard and a half out. Did you see that hanker? the The longest uh, it was the longest fumble return since this. The guy did it for the or he had a pick uh, for the Steelers. What's his name again? James Harrison. It, wasn't it? It, yeah, James Harrison. So, something like he was also number ninety eight. So it's he like was the highest yeah. number on the sweater to go. Yeah, Matt, that was a that was a tie game. It was seventeen all at that point. They're at the one yard line. Goes for the the QB dive, I guess, over the top. They get stuffed. Fumble goes the other way. Bengals up seven nothing, and they won by seven. They didn't do anything after that. Defense won that game. Yeah, big time. And, and the crazy thing is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Andrews for the Ravens. He was absolutely clipping, eh? To, to tackle him, he almost had him. And like there were four guys running, and they all thought they were in the clear. I think like none of them were blocking him. And then all of a sudden, one guy's like, "Oh shit, Mark Andrews is right on my hip!" And like kind of in the back too. You got the... yeah, kind of lucky there, but yeah, that was a huge play. Um, okay, number five. These are uh, these would be the wide receiver two. On both of these teams, but uh, it's who's going to have more receiving yards. So we went catches between Diggs and Chase. We're going receiving yards between T. Higgins and Gabe Davis. So another uh, another good one there. These guys both, uh, you know, pretty productive guys. T. Higgins is probably the better talent, um, but again, you know, they they both had productive years. That it'll be an interesting one. I had Gabe Davis early in my fantasy draft, and I was hyping him. Thought I had to steal the draft. And he had that one game in week, what, five, six, where he went off for two TDs, 180 yards. Yeah. And then he. I don't know. He's either going to put up 150 or he's going to put up 24 yards. 
Every yeah, time like, I see his name, I just think of the four touchdown game last year in the playoffs. And I'm yeah, like, oh, it's Gabe Davis. He, he's good for like three touchdowns a game. T- Tony Romo was absolutely, I don't know if you guys are listening to the broadcast, but he was like, like stroking off Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. He's like, oh, it's playoff Gabe again. And, and in fairness, he had like six catches, 113 yards and a touchdown. He played really well. But it was like Tony. I'm like Tony. Stop! Like you got to simmer down a little bit with this playoff game. He had one sick game, boosted his stats for sure. And uh, yeah, this year, I mean, it wasn't a bad year, but he the expectations were definitely a lot higher. Okay, this is uh, this is kind of the first mate question because Marky uh, said, "Hey, you got to get something in there about old Brett Maher. Brett Maher from the Dallas Cowboys uh, missed four point after attempts which was uh I've, I've i mean it's never happened i've literally never seen that before it's crazy so this week we've got will any kicker miss a pat in the sunday games um boys i don't know do you think someone does it like I, I mean, can he make one uh, you can't count him out i don't even know if they'll let him kick one this week i just read an article that they're going to like he's he was like solid through the season and they're just going to like trust him. So, I mean, you know, you could maybe look at it like he's seen the bare bottom of, of what a career could look like. And fortunately they won the game. So maybe that's enough motivation not to miss it. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be in his head right now. It's got to be a horrible week. You can't look at any news or it's going to just cause yeah. you some depression. Your phone has to be like on silent. You do not yeah. open Twitter. You, yeah, you, you got to be dialed in. I, I hope he bounces back. He only missed three kicks, like field goals and point afters the whole season. Yeah, exactly. And then he, he missed four. And he actually, the last kick he did in the regular season, I guess, missed. So it was actually five in a row, in a row yeah. that he'd missed, which is hilarious. Yeah, so there we go. One street. He's on a streak of one. He got one. So. Yeah, he's, he's back. Yeah. He was a beast this year, though. I don't know if you had him in fantasy football. I played him in the semifinals. He put up like 18 points, and I lost by like six points. I was like, fucking Mayer, Maher, whatever his name is. Yeah. So I, I've had this thing forever. I, I despise kickers for whatever reason. We It goes back a little bit to the high school days. Like We always had some doorknob kicking. I'm like, why don't we just let Wendell kick or someone who's like athletic? Like, we don't need to just sign this kid. So we'd always miss these kicks. And I'm like, if we just go for it, we're probably going to be good. So in our league, we don't even have kickers. <laughs> I, I I ax them all together. I don't want people like winning that. or losing on kick kicks. But it happens in the real game. So I guess it's not so bad. All right. That that, that picture before we move on. Like, yeah, I, I grabbed the best picture I could find for the sheet of him, like, realizing he'd missed another one. I think that was him missing number three. So like he's still a little bitty. No, he had one more to go, but like I, it, I didn't know skin in this game whatsoever. And the knot I got in my stomach for him when he missed that, I felt like some like like a, it was like a train accident or something. <laughs> the, and, and then you see his eyes. That looks like someone that just saw someone murdered. Yeah, it, horrible. I can't imagine having to go back out there and do it again. I. I I just wouldn't. Could you, can you do that? Can you say like, look, I can't go back out there. I can't do it. Yeah, you could, but you'd probably be losing your job. Like I, they're supposed to have a short memory, you know, I didn't like, if you miss one, it's like, this is your job. This is all you do. It like, there was still, I don't know, maybe you could say, 
Uh, probably not. But going into the fourth quarter, like maybe Tampa Bay, Tom Brady could have done something. Like if somehow they come back and they do just barely like take it to overtime or something, and it's because you missed all those kicks. Like, oh fuck man, me. it's already a terrible done. night. Yeah, you. you well, if I it was a field goal game or something like that, imagine that. Yeah. Like it was never really got that close, but. Yeah. Oh, dude. If if Tampa somehow came back and tied that and won, like that guy would actually need like security to escort him. Yeah, yeah. Like someone would have killed him for sure. But he looks like just such an like average white guy that he might have blended in. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, just cowboy hat yeah. on and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Mar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You suck. All right. Well, there you go. Speaking of that, uh, Tom Brady's dead and he was killed by the Cowboys. And this question number seven, we got who wins again a money line 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, three and a half point favorites when we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, I don't know. This one's tough. It kind of like Dak looked really good. If he stays good, Cowboys are, you know, the real deal. 49ers, very well-rounded roster. And Brock Purdy, is he the new Tom Brady? Tom Brady's dead. There might be a new one coming up. Purdy. Are they making that comparison because of how late in the draft they both went? Is that the idea? Yeah, that's what, like, he was called, so Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was literally the very last pick in the draft. Brady wasn't the last pick, but he was round six, so... Yeah, it's one and and like a starter has to go down for Brady. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt, and he gets, sure. you know, okay. vaulted two, in there. Two starters got to go down for for the Purdy. Yeah, Purdy. Yeah. They had Trey Lance, the the rookie that they drafted very high, uh, gets hurt, and then Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady's kinda was going to be the Padawan there, and then wanted out. So uh, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy G was ready to come back and. I saw today that Shannon shut that down pretty quick. Even if he is healthy, they're going they're, they're going pretty all the way. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. How do you how do you say no? The guy's been red hot. So, yeah. I mean, there you go. So that's the question seven money line there. 49ers, Cowboys. Um, and then we. I wanted to get the tight ends in here. I know Hanker uh, Dalton Schultz, and you know what? We did a ginger question earlier in the year. And uh, and this guy's ginger as it gets. Even Kittle's got a little bit of red in the beard, not the hair. But uh, so we've got who's going to have more receiving yards on the day between the tight ends? We've got George Kittle and Dalton Schultz, right there. He's uh, not Dal- a ginger, is he? Dalton Schultz. If he is, he's like that more refined kind of like strawberry, you know. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like Andy Dalton fire red but it's like i mean look at the picture on the on the sheet it's no, fairly looking, i guess it, like it's Auburn. it's his it's his beard more than anything he's got that yeah, red but, red beard yeah i don't know we yeah, we yeah. needed some his gingers has a bit of red maybe that's just his thing he just just for men red his his stash only cat and red it's like beard. some weird stereotype or some weird uh superstition he's got he knows he was going to be featured on bet pirate this week so he dyed his beard uh, a little ginger so we could call him captain Redbeard. That's there right. you go okay i love it um okay so the question number nine we've got uh, who's gonna have more rushing yards on the day the 49ers or the cowboys uh, i i mean both of these teams pretty you know they're upper echelon rushing yards marky we didn't ask you off the top but i know you're in at least a couple fantasy leagues did you have 
McCaffrey or Elliott or Pollard on any teams? Can't say. Can't say I did. I no. stayed away from Zeke and Pollard. I do like Pollard though, man. I, mm-hmm. I I can only imagine. I mean, it's a good combo, and it's. I think now in the NFL you need two good backs. But if Zeke wasn't there, I think Pollard would be a stud. Yeah. So I want to pull this up. You guys talk for, talk about something for a second. But I was looking at this the other day. And it was Tony Pollard's uh, salary compared to uh, Zeke's. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Tony Pollard, I think a lot of people would say, is the better running back at this stage right now. Like, Zeke has been really good. You know, he's battling injuries. So, Tony Pollard right now is on a four-year deal for $3 million total. So, he's making 796000 Ezekiel Elliott is making 20 million a year. Like, how do you sit in the same room and go like as Pollard, he's, he's gotta be thinking, okay, this is payday now or I'm out of here. Like he's probably gotta be out of here anyways. Cause they don't have money left for him. Dollar per carry. What's that? What would that be like? eh? Yeah. He's the most valuable running back in the league right now based on that. Yeah. Yeah, it goes to show, like, I I feel bad for the running backs, for sure. Like, a lot of them never survive past their rookie deal. Like, look at Clyde Edwards-Alaire, right? For the Chiefs, this was the year that he'd be coming out of his rookie deal. And he started the year, he was doing well, gets kind of banged up, and all of a sudden, hey, you're not seeing another snap the rest of the season. They got Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon rolling now. So yeah. you, you do feel bad. You, you like when the guys get the payday, but it often doesn't pan out well for the team. So question nine, 49ers or Cowboys, who's going to have more rushing yards on the day? And then we get to the guys we were just talking about, uh, Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy. Who's going to have more total yards? So this is going to include passing, rushing, receiving, any yards they get. Uh, we're going to add those up. And uh, whoever's whoever's on top is probably the guy who's won that game. So it'll be interesting to see. I know Dak, big week last week. Purdy's been hot. Yeah. Pur- Purdy, I'm- yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's just that the Niners are just so well coached too, right? Like, like Kyle Shanahan is a beast, and to put Purdy in with all those weapons, man, he's throwing little dumb passes, letting his guys do the work, like Debo, Ayuk, McCaffrey, Kittle. Yeah. Fuck, hey Eric, you could be playing quarterback, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's tough to find a better cast than what they have there. I mean. And their O-line is really good, too. They got Trent Williams, who's arguably, you know, one of the best O-line in the whole league. Um, so, yeah, it's it's no shortage of weapons there. And, and the Cowboys, you know, they have their own stable of guys, too, and a really good O-line. So, um, yeah, both teams capable of putting it up. But, yeah, I mean, Shanahan's a difference maker for sure. The fact that a guy, a rookie, thir- you know, very last pick in the draft. I forget, he came from some weird-ass school, too. Like, it's not even a a good college like this guy was total shot in the dark and he's he's lighting it up so he's not turning it over right like yeah and that's the shanahan way right he's all these are high percentage passes and then when he takes a deep ball it's actually normally a wide open pass because of how much the defense has to commit to all the movement and everything that's going on uh number 11 this is an interesting one i didn't go back and look but i i thought it might have a little legs i think we'll get some different answers it's uh, will Christian McCaffrey have more rushing or receiving mm. yards on the day? 
So he's a running back. You know, you, you'd expect more rushing yards, but there's certainly times in his career where he's he's racked up more receiving yards. So it'll be interesting to see which way uh, the crowd leans with that one. And then we've got question number 12. So this is the final question before our first mate question. Will any player on Sunday have two or more TDs? Okay, two or more. And obviously this doesn't include passing TDs, has to be rushing or receiving. But, you know, let's say McCaffrey catches one and then also runs one in. That would be two or more. Doesn't have to be the same. It just can't be passing. So that's question 12. Uh, Two or more TDs. On the Sunday slate, right? Yeah, only the Sunday slate. Again, all these are only for the Sunday slate. Same with that defensive and the the miss kicks as well. Only on the Sunday slate. Who do you think can go for two this weekend? What's that? Who do you think can go for two? McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey would be a front runner. Um, I've got it in the back of my head for whatever reason uh, that Dawson Knox might have a slippery. I might say two, that two point. Okay. He, he's had five straight games with one. And uh, I, I think, I don't know, like the, the Bengals defense has been playing well and they've, they've got those good uh, outside, uh, like the, the DNs on their team. I'm blanking on the name, Hubbard and... Uh, Hendrickson. Yeah, Hendrickson. And uh, Dawson Knox is one of those guys who would kind of in the goal line stay in, maybe chip one of those guys and, and peel out for a little greasy one. So I'm looking, I'm looking to that for that to happen. Maybe he does it twice. I don't know. Hanker, who do you think? McCaffrey? Yeah, yeah. I So I bet on him. Like I did like a same game parlay for the Niners last this weekend. It was like Purdy to throw over 200, McCaffrey to get a touchdown, and the Niners to win. And when like a bet hits, and it's like that was the most obvious thing ever. Like of course he was going to get one. He got like a touchdown like very early. Yeah, and it's like oh, it was easy. It's probably like one of six he's about to get. It just feels <laughs> so automatic, you know. He just, yeah, he, it's just so easy for him. He's just like always wide open. He just goes for it. It's crazy. Rising beast. The the other guy who who would you take on the Bengals? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with one guy we haven't even talked about yet, Joe Mixon. Yeah, we talk a lot about the passing game, but this week is gonna be. They're going to need the running game to slow things down and, and help the O-line out. And I could see him getting one one on the goal line. And I'll say he rips another one off for 30-plus. Uh, okay, didn't I he, love that. Didn't he have like five one game this year? Yeah, had the five. Had the yeah. five. And, We're and, only and, asking for half of that. Yeah. And, and the Bills, like he, he was a guy that popped into my mind too because the Bills play what they call a nickel defense. So they only have two linebackers, like almost yeah, like, same as throughout the throughout the game so it's like you're never facing stacked boxes like there's never you know they do have pretty good tackling safeties with Poirier and, and Marlowe who they brought over from Atlanta but yeah he, he's a guy if he gets running the only thing is the the O-line there like they, they probably prefer to run block as opposed to pass block but it's you know it's one of those things if, if they can get it done he'll have a big day for sure Okay, with that uh, brings us to uh, question number 13, our first mate question. So, uh, Marky, if you want to take her away. All right, here we go. Well, I mentioned off the bat of this, uh, the episode, key to the game, right? O-line, we've been talking about it, O-line, O-line. 
three new starters, one rookie starter, and a vet center. That's how the game got away from us uh, against the Ravens. Some injuries and, and Burrow didn't have time and didn't really move the ball in the second half. So let's go Joe Burrow over under three and a half sacks. Will he have the time to torch the Bills' suspect secondary? Hey, if that's he does, fair. he'll go off. If he's if the O line struggles, could be a could be a long day. And I'd just like to point this out because last year I and I don't know the number off the top of my head. I know it was certainly over three and a half. I want to say it was close to maybe eight sacks against Kansas City. Yeah. That he had, and he still won that game. Like that was one of the most gutsy Titans. efforts. Titans Doesn't really up. bother him. It's yeah, just... he's Joe Cool, baby. Yeah, and, and there's there's some of those plays where you know he's just about to get lit up, but he just lays one out for Chase, and it's just you're just watching it. You're like, God, like half a second faster, and he's dead. But that ball's oh. in the air, and Chase is a fast boy, and yeet. Oh, man, I can't wait. Honestly, I cannot wait. I'm sure you can't wait, but I cannot wait for Sunday at 3 p.m. That's the game, man. Monday night football, Cincy. I've been waiting for week 17. Yeah. And look, we all know what happened, and it it, it's, it's, it was sad, and now it seems to all be good. But to not get that game, and now we're getting the game in the playoffs. Oh, electric. I know. It, it is. It truly feels almost storybook. So, I'm yeah, very excited. Looking forward to it. I'll uh, report back on uh, how it was live. You guys let me know if you see anything good from uh, the TV. But uh, with that, that wraps up the the slate for the divisional round. So again, uh, 50% going to the weekly winner. And then 30% is going to carry over. We're not doing it for the Super Bowl. The Super Mm -hmm. Bowl is going to be 80% winner, 20% for the loser of the prize pot. Uh, But after this week, we'll have the championship uh, conference championship round. So the winner over those three weeks uh, will will take home the 30, 30, 30. And then the weekly winners at 50. Um, with that, fellas, uh, let's get in. And Mark, I don't know if you sort of sniffed one out while we were going through there, but we're going to do the land ho locks. So if you've got one, kick us off. If not, uh, Hanker looks hungry. You know, I almost forgot that we did this, so I'm going to have to... Yeah, no, I, I know what I'm going to do. Well, well, Hanker, give us a bit of color. Like, surely we, we we didn't hit one of these all regular season. What happened last week? Paint it so, for the audience, baby. Yeah, so we we take our locks. Sometimes it's just the two of us, and we still don't even hit it. But usually it's three legs to a parlay. And... Early on, they were pretty like outrageous, or they were just something that you couldn't really bet on. It'd be like, as a player over 300 pounds get a touchdown? So they were kind of like tongue in cheek, but we we started to get a little more uh, serious about it because we want to actually hit one of these. And the rule was we put, I, I guess we have to do this too. If we win one, we take the winnings and put that into the next week's uh, pot. Um, and we just never hit one. So this last week here, we have my brother on. He takes the safest pick of all time. He takes the Bills money line. Um, I actually, I took the the Bengals to cover, but it was at six and a half. And so I like, they just got it. Um, and then Hayes, who's just like, yeah, you know, we haven't had one yet, but I better put two in. So he's like, I want Justin Jefferson over 75 receiving yards. And I want the over in the game itself, which was like 48 even, I think. 
or is it 48 and a half? 48 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So he is just making it harder on us. But like I said, on the, on the way in, maybe we weren't recording yet. You can't do for whatever reason, or at least I can't with bet three, six, five do, um, the same game parlay and then other game results in it. So you have to do, you basically, you can put all four picks in a card, but you have to double your wager and then you take, you know, it, you take three of them and three of them. And then you like, so one card had the, just the over and one card had the Jefferson receiving yards over. So we hit that one, which was still a profit of 20 bucks. So we're calling it with an asterisk because it was the second one you said. Yeah, we're calling it, it with an asterisk that uh, it was our first landing Landho lock. We've... Was Jefferson close? No, no. he had a, he started super hot. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. god, we're gonna land yeah. this because I was the only question mark really going into the slate. It was like if Hayes is hit, we're probably golden. Yeah, he yeah. was at like 40 yards in the first quarter, basically, and you're like, okay, he'll just yeah. wrap this up here in no time, and he just never did. And I think he ended with literally like 49. Yeah. And they had chances. They had the ball left a couple of times late in the game where you think they would just yeah. give them a chance and they yeah. couldn't get anything going. Yeah, it didn't work out. So anyways, this week, uh, yeah, it was an asterisk. Uh, but this week, let's kick it off. Let's hit a real one, a real yeah. true one. We've got a half one with the asterisk. We're hitting a real one this week. Let's go. Well, so look, I'm going to stay in away from the the game that you guys are both going to probably pick around because I'm Switzerland in this one. Um, and I'm going to take the Niners, the money line. So question number seven, who wins Niners or Cowboys? Like that was uncharacteristic. What we saw, the, Bron- the Buccaneers are just a shitty team. And we forgot about that because of who their quarterback was. That doesn't happen against the 49ers. It's going to be a shit kicking and the 49ers are going to win. If there was a spread here, I'm sure it's favoring San Francisco, and I would take that if that was what we had, too. Yeah, I think the line's three and a half right now, so Niners to win by four. You'd lock that in, maybe. Um, Okay, love that 49ers money line. Uh, Marky, what do you got for us? I got one, and it's with with my heart because I think this needs to happen if the Bengals are going to win in Buffalo. But there is some logic to it in previous weeks. You tell me. You probably know more than me. But Allen over one and a half turnovers. Has that hit in what? At least the last no. two weeks? So, well, yeah. It, it definitely hit last week. I'm going to pull this up here for you. Because what happened is Josh hit a very bad slump for a while. Where he had he was leading the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. He, he still fumbles, you know, he fumbles the ball once a game. It's whether it gets recovered or not because he's he's always trying to stiff arm guys, dangling it out there. So week 18 against the, uh, against the Patriots, he did have one interception but no fumbles. So would have been the under there. Uh, he, 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 his stretch was like right in the middle of the season. He kind of cleaned it up, honestly. Obviously, week 17, they didn't play. They played the Bears week 16, and Allen, I'll just check, two picks. Okay. There we go. So two out of three, we'll call it. We'll call it two out of three, and Bengals need two turnovers come Sunday to get to uh, the next round. So let's go over one and a half. That's going to sting extra hard when when we go back on this one and and the Bengals win, and Hayes has to pay that one out. 
Well, yeah, it's uh, if that happens, I you know what? I'm I'm rooting for a good game. I hope whichever team wins this is going to be the one we see in the Super Bowl. But I really, really do hope it's the Bills. Um, the Bengals had their shot last year; they can step aside for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's let the Bills close one out, baby. Um, you know, st- sticking with that theme, I was going to go money line Bills, but it's just too obvious. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with the first mate question and I'm going to take the over three and a half sacks. Ooh. I think Joey B is going to get sacked back. five times in this game. And one of them strip sack. We're going to recover the ball and that's going to be the turning point of the game. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Lock it in Hanker. So we got, uh, we got 49ers money line. We got Josh Allen over one and a half turnovers and we got mm-hmm. Joey Burrow to be sacked more than three and a half times land ho lock of the week (laughs) lock it up lock it up baby yeah that's a good card i like that yep that's gonna be nice that's gonna be nice all right fellas um tell you what i mean yeah that that week was amazing the monday nighter obviously a dud but i was Mm -hmm. glad because tom brady's dead um he needed to stay retired yeah will he be back he's coming back he doesn't have anything like the only reason he quit was because his wife made him, and now that's not a problem. Yeah, I guess for the Bucks though, he no. won't be back for the Bucks. I'm almost positive of that. Where do you think he goes? Vegas, baby. Vegas. Where, where would you go? I yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> Fair if San Fran would have him, he'd love that. Yeah, Vegas definitely. I mean, Derek Carr's already said his goodbyes. Um. I think it'd be kind of hilarious if he went to the Jets. Probably never happened. Like, why go back to the Jets? But um, they were a good team this year. I mean, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, though, in fairness, has said, if we get a veteran quarterback in here, I'm going to make his life hell. So he's either sleeping with his wife or Tom Brady's mom, I guess, now. How funny would that be? He goes to the Jets and Zach Wilson gets caught with Giselle. (laughs) That would be wild. Oh, my God. I actually do have one last thing before we close out the show. Did you guys see this? I didn't think we'd be talking about this guy this year, but I got to pull this up. So Antonio Brown oh, okay. today. I knew this was coming. Wheels this this picture up on his. Uh, it's just him his... with his arm around Giselle, right? No. Well, yeah, there is that one. No, he wheels this one up today. That He's getting a full-fledged gummer. No that's, fucking way. That's, that's on not his, real. That's on his Snapchat. Like AB right at the top, if you can see that. Yeah, he just wheels this picture up. I was like, what in the hell? And that's like, Giselle. Um, at first, it, it so <laughs> I thought it was Giselle. It's not yeah, Giselle. Okay. It, it turns you, out it's his ex You kind of led the witness there a bit. I, I know. I, I Well, I wanted to stir the pot a little bit, see if you guys had seen it. Um, yeah, not Giselle. Thought it was Giselle when I first saw it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He was he was telling the truth. <laughs> like he's, yeah. he's banging Giselle, but yeah, no. Uh, turns out it was his ex girlfriend, uh, and whatever the CT was obviously acting up. So him and Kanye West got to put an album out. <laughs> what what was his song? AB or Pit was that Levy? Yeah, Pit from the Palace. Or, or, no. <laughs> Something pit like, to the palace. Pit yeah. to the palace. That it's pretty was good. So good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Electric. 
Electric. Okay, I got I got a question. Uh, this is gonna expose like how stupid I am about football because I was lost a few times. You guys were talking there, um, and it kind of dawned on me just now. Why? So wild card kind of makes sense. Divisional round, like, and conference makes sense, but like, you know, and I again, I don't really know my divisions. That's my homework, and I keep forgetting to do it. That there, these aren't teams in like this isn't deciding any divisions though, is it? So why do they call it that? It, it, it's not deciding any divisions, but it's like there. I guess it changed actually. It used to be the first two teams would always have the week one bye, so they wouldn't play the wild card, and there were mm-hmm. only two wild card teams. Now there's three. So back in those days, they call it the divisional round because the top of at least two of the divisions was was getting a bye and then they're playing in the divisional round and that's 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 the only logic for it but you're right it doesn't mean like last week was actually the divisional round because the Bengals played the the ravens and the bills played the dolphins you know those are division yeah but there were team like no i guess yeah yeah really so i don't i don't know maybe i wasn't super crazy for wondering what the fuck that's all about it's got to be some like old legacy thing then yeah, I, I guess, I mean, like, wild card weekend sounds good, and they're like, oh, well, we need to name the next week. Like, we can't just call it week two of the playoffs. And, and like, it, it, it was it was more, there would almost always be division matchups when it was only two wild card teams because the top two division, like, if it, this year, let's say it was the Bills and the okay. Chiefs, the Dolphins would have wouldn't have got in, but it would have changed the seeding. Anyways, there's normally two teams that are playing each other, but other than that, I kind of just made that up, so it could be something else. I'm going to look it up. Okay, well, <laughs> sweet. All right, I'm glad that maybe there's some educational... You know, sometimes you got to ask the dumb questions, right? Yeah. I asked a guy one time, I'm like, yeah, it's uh, the Midwest, so like, why is there no like Mideast? <laughs> He's like... You mean like Saudi Arabia? I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> oh, three minute, three minute read. Let's try and scroll through and find it. It's it's way back in the day. Yeah, that makes sense though, because it used to be probably before they the three wild cards, you were getting more divisional games in the second round than you would in the first because you're guaranteed to have two division winners. So, so on. yeah, I, I'm reading it right now. So this is the actual answer. Okay. The, well, I like your, like I'm coming up with it and realizing I don't know what it is on the fly answer too. Yeah. it, it You know what? I wasn't that far off, but there used to be no wild card weekend. So they used to call it the divisional round, which just meant because it was the best team in each division right. playing. Mm. Then they added Wild Card Weekend, okay. but they kept it. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. so it's just the, the the tops of two divisions playing each other. Well, is that, what it used to be. No, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like uh, AFC A- West against AFC East, East first, and, West, and then South, South first, first North, North or, something. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So. They should just rename it. Whatever. I guess yeah. we wouldn't have this conversation if they did. Yeah. There you go. And then in 1978, the NFL expanded to include two non-division winners and they created the mm-hmm. wild card round. So there you I go. I like of all professional sports, 
I think this is well. I mean, it's it's hard to compare anything because there's just so few games. But I like how, I mean, the, like there's always everyone, no matter what league it is, complains about who slips in these last few slots. So I don't think you're ever going to avoid that. And it is kind of crazy that you can get in with a losing record in the case of the Bucks. But overall, it's cool how much of an advantage it is to win the conference and how important that is. I like that aspect in the last kind of few weeks. There's always implications to all this stuff. You need like a degree in in math to like understand how all of the like implications are shaking down in 17 and 18. I just I just would like read a, a blog and be like, I, I have no idea. Well, I just know that this game does matter for something. Yeah. So and and the that's all recent though, right? The NFL added an extra week and then mm-hmm. made it three wildcard teams. And the reason they did that is they wanted meaningful games. It doesn't always work out that way. But pretty much every team in week 18, with the exceptions of the Chargers who, who played their starters, yeah. you know, had something to play for the, the teams that were going to be in the playoffs. Like the Bills had to win. The Bengals, you know, had to win. Obviously, the Chiefs yeah. had to win. Like it, it just works out it's that a good everyone idea. is playing yeah. for something. Obviously, in some cases, you know, the, the Chargers didn't have to. But literally, the Titans-Jaguars, that game was a win and you're in. And the Jaguars Packers. won. The Packers. Packers win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Against the Lions, who had just found out. That was the only one scheduling mishap there, I would say. Yeah. Is, uh, you, you know, they, they, they knew. They should have had both you... those games at 425 and then done Jacksonville Titans yeah. in the Sunday night slot, probably. But anyways. It'd probably be impossible to do this. But do you think, uh, like, Dan Campbell was like, look, no cell phones, just you know, don't listen to what happens today. We're just going to go out and play this game and win it. And, and, or is it just impossible? It could be on the Jumbotron. People would be screaming it. Like you just, there'd be no way. Yeah. I I don't think there's any way they didn't know. I I just think it goes to show like, you know, first of all, divisional game. They hate each other. You know, it's, it's one of those Detroit's on the come up. Green Bay looks like they're, you know, starting to fall apart. So it was one of those statement games. It's just too bad they didn't get in. I mean, Seattle played pretty good last week in the first half. They obviously were tight there, but it would have been nice to see the Lions. I know, Hanker, that's your new favorite player now is uh, Jamal Williams. So much so that, like, I might have to be a a Detroit fan next year. (laughs) Jamal Williams is my spirit animal. Like if he gets on, if him and Mike McDaniel's join forces, like I will bet my entire house on a future that they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I love Did it. You guys see the video of Mike McDaniel's like vaping on the sidelines or unconfirmed vaping on the sidelines? I I I watched it like twenty times because I'm <laughs> I talked myself out of him doing it, and and like I was saying to I was texting this with Hayes. I want him to be vaping on the sidelines. I think that's awesome. I just don't actually think he is. I think he's just like warming his hand up that's all it looks like to me it 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 was pretty hilarious though that that came out because obviously in the game like they were getting the play calls in so late and then the one kind of cost them the game so everyone's like put down the vape and fucking call the play but um i saw this other clip it's dan orlovsky is his name so he used to play for the detroit lions he was a quarterback he has like a famous play where he he's like they're backed up in their own end zone. He takes the snap, rolls out, and is like clearly running out of bounds, but he had no idea. 
he was out of the back of the end zone and then just launches a pass and they're blowing the whistles and he's kind of turning. He's like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, dude, you're, it's a safety. Like you, you've been running out of bounds for like five steps. He's like, oh shit. Okay. So anyways, he, he's showing me though. So the Mike McDaniel offense, it's called the West coast offense, which is funny. They're on the East coast, but they use the West coast style offense. So it, like he was rhyming off a play and they normally in a fourth and one will call two plays. So if, if the first look isn't what they want, that's when they, you'll see them like tapping their helmet or checking out of that play. He'll say like, kill, kill. And then they, they run the second play it, for him to say the play. It took him like 20 seconds. And obviously he's just doing a hypothetical. He didn't know which actual play they called, but he's like, this is how long it takes them. So you get 40 seconds as soon as the guy gets tackled. But they actually, like, you'll see guys going like this every once in a while. What they're saying is to give us a reset on the clock if there's a, you know, they're spotting a ball and, and stuff. Like, that's what happened there. They actually got a reset on the clock. So it went, it was at, like, 12 seconds, went back up to 25. But he thought it was first down. He didn't realize it was fourth down. So it still took him 20 seconds to call the play. And then they broke the huddle with four seconds or five seconds left and didn't have time. It's it's crazy how like that stuff takes that long like to get in, but anyways. and we're going long here, so I'll let you get some last words in, Mark. But there's a earpiece, right? Like, so I know it's you got to kind of communicate it to everyone, but like he's yelling in uh, Sky Thompson or whatever his name was his ear when he's deciding these things, right? Yeah. Who's like his is like second game ever, and you've got this like stone guy yeah. <laughs> screaming at you like in a playoff game that you're somehow like in. It's it's got to be a pretty crazy scenario for him. Yeah, yeah. So anyone with the green circle on their helmet, that means they're they, they've got the headset in. Um, so there's normally like the middle linebacker normally has it. Sometimes it's a safety, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, they they get wow. those 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 kill though. So sometimes you'll see it. Like they, they shut off. I oh, think it's shit. Like 15 seconds. So then you, you'll sometimes <laughs> okay. see him like tapping their ear and then they go and call <laughs> the play. Crazy. So yeah. it is very funny, all that stuff. Yeah. All right, Marky. Um, give us, let's do this. Tell you what, this is how we're going to wrap it. Another long one. We, you know, we got, mm-hmm. I got rambling on about shit. Let's do, uh, Let's go through the slate. It's the favorites. You're picking the favorites for all the games. And then give us the score prediction for the Bills Bengals. Well, first of all, I got one dog this week. I already pointed out. I already know one. I got one dog. Oh, yeah. It's actually a cat, bud. Oh, I got two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not betting that. I'm not betting that game. Okay, okay. I enjoy it. And you you said it off the bat, but I'll say it, I'll say it for myself, too. You know, if I wasn't a Bengals fan, I'd be a Bills fan. But I'm a Bengals fan. So for this week, I'm going against the Bills, but I'll be rooting for them if, if, if bad news comes Sunday. My dog is the G-Men, though. I like the G-Men this week. Really? Nice. Coming in yeah. against the number one seed, the Eagles. Man, sometimes that buy, that buy is great. You want that buy. But in this case, man, the Giants have something going. Daniel Jones is playing like Josh Allen. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't know. I don't trust Hurts. I don't trust Hurts right now. So let's see. 
you know what? They've got the quarterback whisper over there for the Giants. Brian Dayball, he was the offensive coordinator for the Bills last year. Gets scooped up, and he's turning Daniel Jones into to mini Josh Allen right now. Um, I'll tell you what. My hungry dog is a cat, and it's not the Bengals, but it's the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has okay. never in lost his life lost a game on a Saturday. Chiefs, you're on alert right now. High alert. You yeah. want that too. So, uh, so you he just wants to go back for conference finals. And you can come on Sunday. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. But it, part of me wants that smoke. Give us Kansas City if we if we get through this one one week at a time. Okay, prediction, score prediction, Bills Bengals. What do you got? Twenty four twenty one, Bengals. Okay, taking the under twenty four twenty one, Bengals. Hanker. Oh my God, I don't know. Um, let's go thirty one thirty Bills, and it's a late. Josh Allen drive two point conversion for the win. Oh baby. Well, uh shiver me timbers. You already know what I'm going to go. It's bills by a billion. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the crow's nest divisional round. Thanks for coming on Marky as always little Ricky and Hanker. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Take care.